0: Welcome to No Green Eggs and Ham, a podcast about nothing and everything. It's not a show where we take jabs at the infamous Dr. Seuss, but where we dive into topics like art, weird inventions, pop culture, and anything having to do with cubby wubby womb room tea. So throw on some clothes. Grab a coffee and ignore your responsibilities as you listen to the just okay sounds of your host, me. Sam I am. Here we go
1: rum 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 day three the final day of my visit i was looking forward to this day more than any other every single time we went anywhere saw anything it was fantastic it was always more than i ever could imagine but i had always wanted to go to this location more than anything else so Obviously, I'm talking about the Colosseum and, by extension, the Roman Forum. Now, going around Rome, you don't see everything. I mean, you're within uh, the city. You know, there's tall buildings. There's not a ton of hills. The tallest thing there is St. Peter's. Um, Nothing's allowed to be taller And from our hotel room, like, I could see the big monument to that general. And, you know, you see, like, towers and stuff like that. But that's, I don't know. You don't, if you've never been, you don't just see the Colosseum. Like, you can't just see it. You know, it's not like it's surrounded by everything and everything surrounds that. That's not how it is. So I didn't actually see it until we were going to it. And I'm glad for that, because I, I wanted to savor that. It's, it's kind of interesting. You're walking around the city, and you're amongst more modern buildings. Of course, more modern is like 15th century. But you turn a corner, and all of a sudden there's an, an ancient 2,000-year-old structure. Or a site. Amidst all of this other stuff. And that's kind of how it was with the Colosseum. You're walking along this main road. You know, on the, on the left-hand side, there's some ruins. On the right-hand side, there's the Roman Forum just sitting behind that massive monument to that general. And you come around this bend, and all of a sudden, there's the Colosseum. Then you see it. And you're, you're a few blocks away, but yeah, I don't know it was crazy it was so surreal because you're it's along a major road and then it's just sitting there you know it, you watch like gladiator it's not like that it's not like you're, you can see it from the outset of the city it's you know it's hidden within everything else and we get over to it i i'm in awe of course I'm in the courtyard with the the massive bronze uh, pomegranate on the right hand side is the room Roman forum with like these inside this little um, hill um, that leads to the forum there's like these uh, barred cells and I don't know if that's where they kept like that day's um, prisoners or the sacrifices or if those were the gladiators I have no idea but um, it was it was just so cool. There were a ton of people, you know. You had to get tickets ahead of time. We get into line, and it's like going into a sports arena. It really is like the way it's structured. Like you know, looking at it at the outside and in the inside, that our modern um, sports arenas are modeled after stuff like this, you know. And there are coliseums all over the world. Um, I'm not saying this was the first one. But but they all had that same appearance. It's all round and they had the arches and they had pathways to get into your seats like they had sections, you know, it was so cool. So you, you go in and you're going underneath these arches and you're, you're looking at all these holes in the in the um, in the walls and the columns and that's where you know, things used to be like you're seeing the shell or the skeleton of what it, it formerly was. So there used to be statues everywhere, and used to it used to be a different color. It, it was just there's there's a section inside where you actually see a scale model of what it was supposed to be, and the scale model doesn't look anything like w- obviously what it is now, but what you're thinking as well, or at least what I thought, like it it looks so much different. Like if you watch the movie Gladiator, you see the emperors positioned like right you know, courtside, you know, and he can just, he can see everything, but he's not like higher up than anybody. You know, there's, there's still nosebleed sections and stuff like that. But the scale model had like this massive structure that like kind of overhanged a little bit over the arena. And it's like, that's where the emperor was, he was much higher up. And, you know, in this decorated um, part of the arena and can oversee everything know it was very strange and I, I don't know if that's a a real depiction of it um but i mean the way everything else in italy was i mean there were plans for everything the architectural drawings are still around for most of the structures so yeah it, it probably was you know they did not they didn't do a lot of guessing <laughs> when they're uh you know refurbishing things and and you know whatever they wanted to be as precise as possible so who knows but so you're walking around and uh, the the thing that you feel immediately and i don't know if it, it i don't think it was just me but what i felt was this deep sense of like death you know like wow i am walking into something where many people died you know, centuries of, of people just dying. And it's, I don't know, it was overwhelming. It was just overwhelming in, in so many ways, good and bad, and mostly good. You know, mostly like, just like, wow, this structure is so amazing. The architecture is just beautiful and way ahead of its time and you don't get to see everything obviously like they're i've heard that they're remodeling now like they, they're starting to remodel to um to make it more stable for one because you know years of erosion is obviously going to take its effect um but two to also bring back some of the life into it you know to to show some of the um original details of what it used to look like so they're they're doing it from the bottom up and i mean the bottom bottom like the underground part up you know with the 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 maze of of rooms and and sections where you know gladiators were and lions and you know prisoners and all these things so it's interesting it's very it was incredible to see on some of the floors there were broken pieces of columns like anything that they could salvage that was destroyed they just put where you could see it on the ground so you have all these sections of columns everywhere and pieces of statues there are really really no more statues left i think there was, if there were any statues that were intact they're in a museum somewhere in italy but they're in a museum so you're, you're seeing like heads you're seeing like torsos of people uh, mostly gladiators, you know. Uh, it was such a an interesting time. Like these gladiators were slaves, but at the same time, they were heroes, you know. And they were, I don't know, they were depicted in ways that, you know, it was worthy of a monument. So you have arms and shields and swords and different places and um not many were you know where they used to be in fact most weren't there were collapsed parts there were collapsed staircases you can't go up anymore um you get to see like some of the holding cells um it was really interesting and there were a ton of people but not not so bad you you definitely get to see everything i mean it's wide open too you know it's there's nothing around it that's tall enough to cast a shadow so wide open with sun and it's it was amazing it was really cool we didn't get to go all the way to the top that's a separate uh tour we just we didn't even do a tour we just you know like most people just walked in but you could go up further and and like i said they're they're making it safer now so you can you can do even more but it was cool there's gift shop and you know whatever um It it was interesting. It was definitely worth it. Um, It it did not disappoint whatsoever. And so from there we went to the Roman Forum. Um, And, you know, we went in through the entrance. Oh, We saw the archway on the outside. It's actually in between the Colosseum and the entrance to the Roman Forum. We got to see that. And then we walk up the main path and, you know, surrounded by remnants of columns. Some are still there but a lot aren't. And there's there's scaffolding in different places trying to keep buildings up still because there's like walls that are, you know, crumbling. So, you know, they're they're doing everything they can to to keep everything intact, but that's going to be quite the task. And um I remember seeing this massive olive tree and I'm thinking, you know, I've seen the whole time I was in Italy, I I saw a bunch of uh, of olive trees and you know when i was visiting the people in the in the olive orchard you know i'm looking at trees that are centuries old and they don't look that big so this one i'm like this has to be thousands of years old this tree right here and you know it had fruit on it and wasn't ripe yet i did try it um apparently a week does make a big difference because um uh, Normal harvest time was like a week later than we were there. So, yeah, it was very bitter. But supposedly, it was probably much better than the next week. <clears throat> and you're seeing all these old structures. And the Roman Forum, you know, it was mostly like government buildings and stuff like that. And the outskirts was, were um, where people lived. And you can see uh, remnants of like a bathhouse and um, a temple. And the further down you go, like the older it is, so you can see bits and pieces of ancient temples and structures and it's really like there's nothing there but you can see the outline of it you can see the pieces that were you know unearthed or have just been sitting there and that was that was really cool um walking amongst where people walked centuries before and um yeah it was such a beautiful day i mean the colors the the way the sun hit all these pieces i mean we were in the roman Forum by that time it was getting closer to sundown um or at least the setting sun it was, i think it was like five thirty or something and like everything turned orange and just so beautiful it was so amazing <sighs> yeah i don't know it was it was a beautiful cap to an amazing few days. And I I can't wait to go back. Um, I have so many pictures, but it doesn't do it justice. It really doesn't. I, I really, really urge you to go. And, um, yeah, it, everything about Italy, to me, was just awe-inspiring and... You know the food was tremendous. You know, I like I said before, you could eat and eat and eat, and because of you know the way Rome is is you know you, you're walking all the time and you're walking a lot. I mean, we were doing twenty thousand steps a day, and so you're not you're not gaining anything. I came back weighing less, even though I ate so much. I, I seriously had pizza and gelato at least once a day, every single day. And, you know, you don't just have one piece of pizza and you're trying a couple. Because, you know, there's so many different varieties. Like, you can think of anything and they're putting it on pizza. It's so worth it. And the gelato, you can't just have one flavor. you got to try multiple flavors. You know, every shop has like 30 or 50 flavors. And, you know, I, I know I tried a different flavor every time. But you know i didn't try any uh, nearly enough <laughs> you know it wasn't enough i want more so the the final night we we sat down at a restaurant and i i can't even remember what i had it doesn't matter it was just a great cap to the to the whole event we stayed out late and walked around you know and it was i i, I don't even remember i think it was like a sunday evening or maybe a monday And it was still just as lively as every other day. You know, the nightlife was amazing. Um, I think the last thing we did was, before we went to the hotel, we uh, stopped by the Trevi Fountain. And we, at that time of night, I think it was like 10 or 11 o'clock, hardly anyone there. You get to walk all around it. You get to be right up against it. You know, you throw a euro in and, you know, just sit there and just look at it. And that's what we did. We just admired it and that was a lot of what you do with everything there you know there's a there is a sense of get up and go it's not like new york but it is pretty much like you want to see everything you know, you're not going to but you want to and you so you, you look at stuff and then you go look and go look and go and so you know that day felt a little bit less pressured you know we got all the other stuff that we wanted to see and so we took our time in the Colosseum and the Forum, and then the night was just to just take in, you know, Rome at night. So it was quite a good time, and I can't wait to go back. I know I've said that again, and I will keep saying it because it's just an amazing place to go. And um, yeah, so that's Rome. It 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 was it was sad to leave but it was so fulfilling and you, you kind of are you're, you're kind of tired by the end it's a lot of walking and um yeah good times so that was rome the entire trip uh, i hope it didn't annoy you too much that i separated into three different days and that's just rome and the other days were other podcasts but you know, it was just too much just to say into one, and you know, no one wants to listen to an hour-long podcast. Or At least, not mine. And it's not, it's not that way yet. But I hope you enjoyed it anyway. And um, yeah, go to room. Okay, I am bringing back some weird facts for you in this episode, but because this episode is about Italy, so are the facts. So here are some weird facts from TakeLessons.com about Italian traditions. Number one, I'll rattle some of these off and others I will give a little bit of explanation, but for the most part, it's just going to be quick, okay? Number one is don't take a bath when you're sick, obviously. Nothing more. Uh, The unlucky number, 17. So 17 is unlucky, uh, because the Roman numerals, XVII, which is what 17 is, when it's rearranged, it is VIXI, VIXI, and that means I have lived, and VIXI apparently is used on ancient tombstones and stuff like that, so people find it to be an unlucky number, because that means that you're dead. Don't place a loaf of bread upside down, that's number three, so... Bread is seen as a religious symbol of life. And so putting it upside down is unlucky. So is sticking a knife into it. You're not allowed to just jab a knife into a loaf of bread. You have to slice the bread with the knife, not just stab it. If you're stabbing bread, you're doing it wrong. Watch where you lay your hat. That's apparent. Never seat 13 people at a dinner table. That's because it's unlucky... Based on the fact that there were 13 people at the Last Supper. Single people, avoid brooms. We'll go into that one a little bit. If you're single and you see someone sweeping the floor, make a run for it. If someone brushes over your feet by accident, then you're destined to be single for the rest of your life. True facts. Don't toast to bad luck. I don't know why that's a thing. Who's toasting to bad luck? Apparently Italians were. Not anymore. Stay clear of air conditioners. I don't know. It's, it's hot in Italy. I, here. Okay. Wonder why there are no air conditioners in Italy? Italians believe that these evil contraptions blow dangerously cold air in your face leading to di diare or a punch of air. I don't know. Punch me in the face with air. I don't care. Touch iron to avoid bad luck is number nine. Number 10, bless a new home. You see that now. I mean, that's, I think that's something that we've, like most cultures have picked up. You buy a new house, someone's blessing it. You know, like you're going, like some people throw change into it. Some people, you know, come over and pray over it. It is what it is. I think that's, that's a good custom. Number 11, umber, number 11, eat plenty of lentils on New Year's Eve. We'll go into that one. Every culture has its own set of New Year's traditions. According to Italian traditions, it's customary to eat lentils after the clock strikes 12. Also, don't forget to wear red undergarments, as this too will bring you luck in the coming year. I don't understand. It doesn't actually tell you why lentils. That's very confusing. Come on, takelessons.com. Number 12. Beware of a black cat crossing your path. So that's obviously in many cultures. That doesn't need to be um, looked into. Number 13. Carry a cornicello charm. Cornicello. Is that like a pepper? If you want to protect yourself against the evil eye, carry a cornicello charm around with you at all times. The charm, which resembles a chili pepper, I was right, or a small horn, represents the horns of the old European moon goddess and will bring you luck. So obviously that's... Back when the temples were actually used for pagan rituals and not Yeah Okay, don't place objects in the same shape of a cross Number 14 Never cross objects in the shape of a cross for example, your fork and knife as this is considered to be an insult to the religious symbol of the cross and will bring you bad luck Okay, number 15, don't spill the salt See, I didn't know that that was an Italian thing But Again, that's something that everyone knows. You don't spill the salt. And if you're in the movie Dumb and Dumber, what you do is you take the salt shaker and you throw it behind you. And, you know, if you hit somebody, eh, all your luck is um, back. So that's it. That was 15 weird facts and traditions about Italy or that Italians believe. What was your favorite? I think mine was probably uh, the toasting to bad luck. That just seems like an obvious thing that apparently needs to be said. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to No Green Eggs and Ham.
0: Editing is by Yovino Consulting in Glencove, New York. Producers for the show are me, myself, and I. The theme song was written and performed by Donnie Ronaldo. On a guitar that I gave him. Because I don't know how to play. If you reach this far in the show, please take an additional few seconds to leave us a review on whatever app you're using to listen to us ramble on about nothing and share the podcast with your friends. See you, not see you, next time.